Psachim Daf Nunal of today's email comes from Shmuel Leibovitz. He says, where in the world do you do daf? He's doing the daf in Cancun, Mexico. And he says, hi, thanks for making the daf an enjoyable experience. I also want to thank you for all the beautiful charts and props. It really enhances my learning experience. Special thanks to my special father, Avrumi Leibovitz, for introducing me to this amazing shir. Gracias, your Talmud, Shmili Leibovitz. Thank you, Shmili. Enjoy your vacation. So we're learning the sugya Dvarim HaMutarim, things that are completely mutter and people came along and said, let's make a minog, let's make a chumrah. It's also for the Rav to be matter that minog. Says Rav Chizda, that's only talking about kusim. Kusim is machloikis for the geri, emes geri, right? Let's even say that a kusi is a true ger, but they're very relaxed in mitzvahs. And if we come to undo minhagim, they'll come to undo real mitzvahs. And the same applies to a Jew in a place that there's no rabbanim. And the Gemara gives us three examples. Yom Gamliel had two sons, Hillel and Yehuda. Two of these stories are with Hillel and Yehuda, who happened to be in a place called Kavl. The halacha is that two brothers are allowed to bathe together in the same bathhouse. But in Kavl they were makbid. They said that it's a gzeira, you might come to bathe with your brother-in-law. And that's also because of here. When the people noticed that Hillel and Yehuda are bathing, they couldn't believe it. They made a whole stink out of it. They said, how could two brothers bathe like that? So Hillel snuck out the door. Instead of explaining to them, let's break this minog, it doesn't make any sense, your minog, that's not halacha. They avoided it and they ran away. Another time, in a place called Biri, Hill and Yehuda were wearing crocs, slippers, something that a shoe that could fall off. And the concern is, you might come to carry it for Amos and but halacha is you're permitted to carry it, to, to wear that. When people made a big stink about it, they went and they gave the slippers to their slave. Their father in Gamliel had a similar story. He sat on a bench that non-Jews used to sit on and used to do business on Shabbos. And the concern is people might think that you're doing business on Shabbos. Allah says you're permitted to sit on that bench. People made a whole big deal out of it and Gamliel went and sat on the floor. Instead of explaining to them that Allah is that it's mutter, what's the pshat? The reason is because in all three of those cities they didn't have Rabbanim. The concern was that if you break their minog, they might come to break the Torah. Now once we're talking about bathing, the Allah is you're permitted to bathe with anybody in the world besides your own father. You might come and say think to yourself, oh, that's where I came from. Your father-in-law, you'll say, that's where my wife came from. And you're not permitted to bathe with your Rebbe because you have to hold your Rebbe in the highest esteem. And if you see him unclothed, you might think about him differently. Now, if your Rebbe needs, to, needs you, he needs help, then you're permitted. Rebbe Yudah says, permitted to bathe with your father if he needs help. So the Gemara says, there's something called Dayatra. It's the fat, the chaylev, right above one of the four stomachs. It's called the keva. It's on the top part of it. In Israel, they used to eat that chaylev. In Babel, they had a mitig not to eat it. Rabbi Barbachano showed up to Babel, he kept on eating it. One day, Baravira, Saba, and Rabhuna come in and they see him eat. So he right away covered it. He didn't want them to see. So they went and they snitched on him to Abaya. They said, What's going on here? This guy comes from Merzisrol, he's eating Chaylev. Says Abaya, he thinks of you like he thinks of Kusim. Kusim, you can't break the minog. So he doesn't want to tell you the truth that you're permitted to eat it. Keep on with your minog. Now, the problem is that in our mission we learned that when you go to a new place, you have to take on the minhagim of that place. To have a chumr, you have to take on the chumr. Says the Gemara, let me explain to you that pshat, what, what's going on in the Mishnah. The Mishnah is talking about when you go from one city to another city within Babel, one city to another city within Eretz Yisrael, and even from Babel to Eretz Yisrael. But when somebody comes from Eretz Yisrael to Babel, since everybody in Babel has to be subordinate to the people of Eretz Yisrael, they have more seichel, the ear in Eretz Yisrael makes them smarter, they have smicha, ayin and taisus. So therefore, you could keep your minhagim from Eretz Yisrael in Babel. Ravashi says, no, pshat is, since Rabbi Rabbi Khan was going back to Eretz Yisrael, then he was able to keep his minute of Eretz Yisrael.
Gemara brings an issue. Rav Ravachana seems to contradict himself. The Gemara remains in a kasha. When it came to his own son, Rav Ravachana said, I don't allow you to eat dayaka. You're not allowed to eat that special chaylev. I saw Rabbi Yochanan with my own eyes eating it, therefore I can be makel. You never saw him, so even in front of me, I don't allow you to eat it. Yet Rav Ravachana brought a story that Rabbi Shimon ben Yaisi ate svichi krum. The aftergrowth of a cabbage. Now, all vegetables, if they have aftergrowth, you harvest the vegetables, and later on, there's spontaneous growth, the growth from the seeds that fell unintentionally. That's svichim, it's also to eat. When it comes to cabbage, cabbage is different. Cabbage stays in the ground, the roots stay in the ground, and therefore, it's as if it never left the ground, and it's mutter to eat, according to Rav Shem And therefore, says Rav Rebchana, that Rav Shem he ate the Svichei Kruv and he allowed his Talmud to eat it in front of him, but not in front of him. He said, You can't eat it. So there's a difference between allowing your Talmud to eat it in front of you and what Rabbi Rabbi said, I don't allow you to eat it even in front of me. Now, what's going on here with the Svichei Kruv? It says in the Pasuk, King Loin Israel, if you don't plant on Shiva, the Loinness of his Tuasainu. Well, of course, if you don't plant, then you can't gather. Says Rabbi Kiva, Yes, you can. When they grow by themselves, you didn't plant, and now you want to gather, and the Torah says, don't gather, it's asr. Chachamim in Rebbe Kiva say, there's no difference between cabbage and all vegetables, like plug. Rebbe Shemayichai says, yeah, cabbage is different, therefore you could eat cabbage. Now we learned in the Mishnah, that in, if you come from a place that you don't do malacha before chatzai, and you come to a place that you do do malacha over there, you should be machmer and don't do malacha, according to everybody. Rob explains, that if you don't do malacha, nobody's going to think, hey, look at this new guy, he's acting differently. They'll just say he's lazy. How many people are lazy don't do malacha? Nobody's going to be chosh you that you're doing it because of a minog. Therefore, it's mutter to keep your minog. You're not creating a machlekes. Have a wonderful day.